0: You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts.
1: Hello, and welcome back to the Future of Building Maintenance and the Mission Matters Podcast Network. I'm your host, Derek E. Moore, and I'm the president and CEO of Building Maintenance of Tomorrow. And today on our show, we have as a guest, Damon Seawall. From phenomenal fitness, but before we get started, let's have our mission matters minute. Our mission is to identify and engage with other entrepreneurs, business professionals, clients, and friends that want to make an impact in our society, and they also can embrace our core values, which are leading by faith, making a difference, and uh, making money while staying positive. And all that we aspire to do, because when we achieve all three, four of these things, there's nothing we can't accomplish together. And today on our show. Our guest is Damon Sewell from Phenomenal Fitness. How are you doing today, Damon? I'm
0: great, Derek. Thanks for having me.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely. Pleasure. So you heard a little bit about our core values and the mission that matters to us. So what mission matters to you and Phenomenal Fitness?
0: So at the root of really what I do when it comes to Phenomenal Fitness is really you know, you hear a lot of times from people, you hear that they want to change the world. Well, I literally am. <laughs> so,
1: right. Absolutely. Uh, and,
0: and mine is through health and fitness because something that I saw, I'm originally, I've, I've been in California 25 years and I originally grew up in, in Houston, Texas, and I grew up in okay. poverty. And one of the things that, it, that I saw growing up was that everybody was really obese And everybody was really sick, right? Yeah. And that that goes
1: with the adage that you hear all the time. Texans do it bigger. But what you're talking about is in a negative way, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's bigger in Texas, man. And and the portion sizes are bigger. Just everything is just, everything's just really bad down there, right? Right. Uh, as a kid growing up in this, I actually, I saw everything that was going on like, and I am not going to live like that when I grow up, you know, and I grew up super, right. super in poverty, you know, single mom working at Walmart, raising two kids. And, you know, we grew up living off top ramen and hot dogs and baloney, you know? Yeah, so, right, right, exactly. <laughs> so we didn't really have nutrition growing up, right? And I just, seeing that when I was a kid, I was like, you know what? It, it actually kind of inspired like this pursuit for And this and this passion for like health and fitness, you know, and back then I didn't really understand where it was coming from. I just my my body just always my mind just always kind of gravitated towards, you know, nutrition and fitness. And my uncle taught me how to work out and lift weights when I was about eight years old. And it just kind of ignited that fire. And then I've just I've had that ever since. But a big part of what I do is really because I'm sure, you know, you we've all had, you know, the family members that have passed from cancer passed right. from heart disease, you know, and, and the majority of my family is obese, you know. And when my grandmother died and my grandfather, they both died of cancer, it really, really, really devastated the family. Oh wow. And, and it's still devastating for for the family. You know, it was a huge loss that you know watching them die for years, you know. And so sure. one of the big passions and the missions that I have is actually to change the direction of the world, change the direction of the nation by teaching people how to get fit, healthy, lean, eat right. So that way we can prevent these diseases, right? Yeah, so awful. basically to change the direction of the works. I mean, if you look at the population of America today, pretty much the majority of Americans are clinically obese. So, right, exactly. and they're all sick. You know, we have these chronic diseases that are completely preventable that are wiping out, you know, almost 700,000 via heart disease every year, almost 700,000 of cancer every year. And at the root of what I'm doing is I'm basically trying to basically keep people from going down that path, but also preventing people from their family basically having to suffer watching them die.
1: Right, exactly. And I've heard a lot of people that are in your industry say, and I, and I'm a true proponent of this and I know I need to do better at this myself, but your medicine is really your food, not The stuff that you find over the counter and the pharmaceutical companies making them multi billionaires because I believe Mm -hmm. the pharmaceutical companies and the food companies are all in business together, you know, Mm -hmm. so they can keep people sick and keep people drugged up Mm -hmm. thinking that they're solving something with the medications.
0: hundred percent. So the people, the same people who own the food industries are the same people who own the pharmaceutical industries. (laughs) (laughs) If you really go down that rabbit hole and look who really runs that. It's right.
1: Right. Exactly.
0: So, but yeah. And you, like you said, your your food is your medicine. Right. So and people in America today, we need the standard American diet, which is basically all processed carbs and sugar. Right. Yep. And that is the exact recipe to have a heart attack and to create cancer. You know, people wow. aren't. And a lot of people have this. This belief, and this is something that we used to think back in the day. You know, I even used to be, think this too, and then until I started actually doing my research on it, you know that you know everybody thinks that oh, diabetes is in my family, heart disease is in my family. We all think it's hereditary. We think right? Is hereditary. Right. I've
1: heard that so many times. False. That's not true, is it?
0: It's a hundred percent false. It is one hundred percent your lifestyle. So, right. and it begins with your food, and you can't be healthy. You cannot change your health without changing your diet it's impossible so no yeah, pill makes sense. no drug nothing can help you until you fix your food so that's the number one thing that i teach and the number one thing that i teach on social media and my books and everything is number one is you got to fix your food you know and on top of that whenever you fix your food you're also going to get lean so
1: right right absolutely that's but that's great that's a great mission to have you know you have a big you have a big a task at hand but you know one person at a time and It's definitely uh, how to to start the movement for sure. So uh, I I heard you kind of talk about how you got into the industry. So seeing what was going on in, in your family and the people around you down in Texas kind of inspired you to get into this industry.
0: Totally. And one of the things that's funny, my uncle, he's always been pretty, pretty into fitness, right? And I'm actually third generation Marine. Okay. So my grandfather was in the Marine Corps. My uncle was in the Marine Corps, the same one that taught me how to work out and how to lift weights and stuff. And then, so I'm third generation. <laughs> well, being
1: in the military, I know they teach you discipline and how being physically fit, you know, can definitely save your life. But, and so totally. him giving you those those lessons so early on in life is definitely probably a game changer for you.
0: Absolutely. That hundred percent that the, his impact on my life, cause I grew up fatherless, right? So father, joined the
1: crew. I, I did too.
0: <laughs> so, so you understand so, there's a lot of us out there,
1: <laughs> so, yeah yeah, that's true unfortunately
0: um, yeah there is. there's a lot of there's a lot of us out there, and that that's actually one of the reasons why I value being a parent so much, you know, so I, I want to make sure my oh, kids absolutely. don't grow up the way that I did,
1: yeah, but you have enough kids, what do you say? four kids
0: four, I- four, all boys too,
1: so. oh wow, so you never keep food in the house, do you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, our food bill, I'll give no idea <laughs>
1: right, I can imagine. <laughs>
0: So, but anyway, so yeah, so when I got into the when I first was inspired about fitness was through my uncle, and then whenever I all through high school and everything, you know, as an athlete, you know, we lift, and I, I still always had this this passion for nutrition, but I just grew up really poor, you know, couldn't afford that stuff, you know, sure. and then as I became an adult myself, and I actually was able to, you know, buy these things and eat healthier, you know, I actually when I was a kid, man, I had really, 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 really bad ADD. Oh wow. Right? And, it, and ADD is another one of those things that's directly tied to your diet. And then as sure. I became an adult and actually started eating healthier and and taking care of my nutrition, that ADD disappeared. Right. Oh, wow, that's like, incredible. oh man, this was diet related all this time. So yeah,
1: amazing. And people don't even realize this. So I'm glad that you are sharing this information. Absolutely.
0: The thing is, when it comes to fitness, and you know, you're talking about mission matters and making money and things like this at the root of. You becoming your best self and making a lot of money is your health.
1: Yeah, right? because if, you if you're sick sick at home and in the bed, you're not going to be able to create anything, right?
0: On on top of that, too, if you're, you know, you're living off a bunch of garbage, you're going to be tired, you're going to be lazy, you're not going to be able to have that energy and that productivity that you need to really crush the goals that you want to crush, right? Sure. So if you look at the average person, you know, they're basically having these blood sugar you know, spikes and crashes all day long. They're completely lethargic. They're super lazy. You know, some of the top disabilities every single year is depression, anxiety, you know, right. chronic aches and pains. These are all tied to your diet. So wow, that's
1: incredible. And and once again, there are just a few fat cats at the top of these pharmaceutical industries that enjoy this, this issue and this pandemic. Outside of a COVID and all this that we've been having in this country, because they get rich off of people's depression and and bad health. Totally,
0: hundred percent. If you want really want to go there for a second, if you look at the ads that are spent the amount of money that's spent on ads on TV, right? The
1: commercials are crazy.
0: 75 percent of that comes from pharma. Wow. So you literally think about it for the past two three decades. You've been literally, if you watch TV, you're basically being brainwashed and programmed. All day long by pharma that anytime something goes wrong with your body that you need a pill to help you out.
1: Right, you right, exactly. That's all situation. they preach for sure.
0: And that is false. Okay. Each pill has on average 77 side effects.
1: Right. 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 You
0: take a pill, now you have multiple side effects from that pill that you're gonna go get another pill to deal get with. another pill to, that to fix that, right? Before you know it, you're taking six pills, right? 14 pills, right? When all you had to do was just eat some steak and broccoli. <laughs> right,
1: right, exactly, exactly. Wow, so, that's amazing. That's amazing. So, uh, what would be your best advice to get people that are contemplating getting to the gym and and doing the necessary steps to get better health and fitness changes, but can't take that first step or have different things that always impede them from doing it?
0: You know, it really to be real. Here's what it really comes down to: sure, stop expecting it to be easy.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right.
0: Stop expecting it to be easy. It is not going to be easy. It's going to be hard. You're going to be surrounded by junk food every single day for the rest of your life. You're going to have days where you're tired. You're going to have days you don't want to go to the gym. Suck it up. You got to do it. Because if you want the health, you want the body, you want the money, you've got to put in the work on yourself and become your best version of yourself. So that way you can crush your goals. Because if you... Don't make these sacrifices. You don't discipline yourself, especially when it comes to your food, okay? You don't discipline yourself around this. You're never gonna achieve the greatness that you want to achieve. You're never gonna become that person you wanna become. You're never gonna achieve the body. You're never gonna get the business. You're never gonna get the money. You're never gonna get the success. Hell, last night, I actually just went to the airport just last night because one of my clients, who's an extremely successful businessman, I'm talking billionaire level, Okay. I have two clients that have their companies are listed on the stock exchange. Okay. One of them is extremely successful. And he just received his custom private jet yesterday. Okay. I met him at the airport. So that way we could all see, and he only it was just a handful of us there. We could see his brand new custom private jet that he just got. And he's a prime example. I mean, this guy lives ripped year round. Right. He's been with me for about four years and this guy crushes it in business. Mm-hmm. So and he's just a prime example. You know, I have a lot of clients like that. And like I was saying a minute ago, you know, I have a lot. Of, my first book was called The Shredded Executive. Right. The actual title of that book came from I learned years ago that when my clients were getting lean. Right. When they were succeeding within their body. Right. Their incomes just exploded exponentially. Right. And it makes sense. Think about it. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly, let's exactly let's, let's take, let's take a man, right. Who comes in, he's got a business, does all right. Right. And, and he gets lean, right. He gets, he gets abs, right. The person that he has to become to get to that level, the level of discipline that he has to apply over weeks, months, years to get to that level. Right he has to become a completely different person. And yeah, absolutely. so what's happening is he's developing that discipline. He's developing that belief in himself. And because he's succeeding within, that confidence level goes through the roof. And when you're a business owner and you believe in yourself and you have confidence and you have discipline, guess what happens?
1: Everything else it. improves, right?
0: You crush it, right? You take those risks. You believe in yourself. You think that you can accomplish it. So what happens is, is that a lot of my clients, especially from men, Right, they become extremely successful after they get their bodies in shape, and I'm talking like two X and three X and four X and ten X in their businesses right. because of because of the transformation that they've gone through and who they've become through this entire process. And you know, and it makes perfect sense. And if you look at it from like another standpoint, let's go a little bit deeper. Okay, what really drives men? You probably don't even know this. Do you really know what drives you to want to be successful? The
1: the accolades of others.
0: Okay. You're kind of on it. Okay. At the root of it and, the, and simplified. Okay. At the root of it is the desire to have status and be respected.
1: Sure. Sure.
0: Okay. That's what drives us. That's why, that's why we want to crush it in business. That's why we want to have hot wives. That's why we want to drive a Lambo. That's why we want to have big houses. That's why we, sure, do, we do. That's sure. why when you're making multi-millions, why the hell would you need to be a billionaire, right? Right. You already got plenty of money. It isn't like you did, right? Why do you want to be a billionaire, right? It's because you're basically pursuing that that desire to be respected, to have status, right? Right. That's at the root of what really drives men. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. When it comes to your body, what drives respect and status? Think about that, right? Yeah. When you're rocking a dad bod, how do you think people perceive you?
1: right as a dad <laughs> and that's it
0: <laughs> no they perceive you they think about it when you see somebody who's got a dad bod maybe he's overweight subconsciously you automatically don't respect that guy you automatically because you automatically know you instantly on a subconscious level you already can tell they don't have ambition they're not disciplined right they don't have their priorities in check right they're probably lazy they probably eat emotionally right now right, if you want to do right. business with somebody and let's say you have two men, right? One is fit, right? He's got veins popping, right? Rocking out of his polo shirt. And then you have another one who's obese. They got the same exact education, right? Similar businesses. Who do you think that you're going to trust more? Who do you right, think you're exactly. going to respect The one more?
1: that shows the discipline and the hard work and that has accomplished right. something that exactly. wasn't easy.
0: Who do you think that you're going to invest in?
1: The right. one that looks like they, person, they're going right? to get the
0: job done, right? Exactly. And so what a lot of people don't realize, especially when it comes to men, is that your image, who you are physically says a thousand times more about you than your words ever will. Sure.
1: So, so, true. So, so
0: the, the way that the world treats you when you're fit versus when you're not, it's night and day difference. And I, and I say that because I've been on the other side, right? I've been, I've actually been fat before. <laughs> right, so, right. Fat my, so fat, my girlfriend called me Buddha.
1: <laughs> oh wow!
0: <laughs> so I've been there before, right? So I know how it feels, and the way that people treat you when you are fit is night and day.
1: so yeah, that's absolutely true. You're
0: instantly respected when you walk into a room. So yeah, and, I, and like I said, when it comes to men and their basic needs and their desires, right, it's to be respected, you want to be respected. Get fit. You're going to get more business. You're going to have more respect. People are going to completely treat you on a completely different level. So I've got clients that get business just because they're fit. Like I got a dentist that is 60, shredded. Okay. And he gets business and when he specializes in dental implants. Okay. So he makes a okay. lot of money per patient, right? Right, right. He gets a lot of patience from from people seeing his images on social media or in some of his brochures and stuff where they have a photo of him and he's got this bicep popping, his veins are showing and stuff. And literally, people will call him because they're like, wow, I'm really impressed by your physique. I actually want to do business with you.
1: Right, exactly. Wow, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. But that's great. That's great. Well, I have a specific question for you in reference to individuals who want to be healthier and and have challenges getting into their their fitness routines, especially as you get older. So the older you get, maybe it has a persona of, okay, I'm going to slow down and snap. But- what about when you get up in age, like in the 50s, 60s, or 70s? A lot of man. people in that age group may think that they can't do it. It's too late for them. What do you oh, say? No, to that?
0: That, that's BS, man. My fittest clients are 55 to 65.
1: So oh, that's great.
0: That's complete BS. And, and here's the reason why people feel old it goes right back to their diet. Yep. When you're eating the standard American diet, full of all this processed food, it makes you, it, it inflames your system it depletes your body of nutrients and it makes you feel old. You just feel tired and worn out and lazy. And it's not that you're old. What it is, is you're just malnutrition. Sure. Sure. And then on top of that, the, the average American is like 50 pounds overweight. Like they're clinically obese. Right. So, so now you're carrying all this extra weight on top of being malnutrition, right? On top of your hormones being wrecked because of your nutrition too. So So age is nothing. Like if you follow me on social media, you'll see. Like I've got clients that like the one I was just talking about, the dentist, he's 60. He just turned 60 a couple of weeks ago. He's been with me about eight years and he inspires me. I'm only 43. He even inspires me. I'm like, man, it's kind of like, you know, I already know this. I already know that like the solution is a clean diet and active lifestyle and lifting weights in order to, to have longevity and to have a high quality life. But I mean, seeing some of my clients actually do this and achieve this i'm like dude i am not afraid of getting old <laughs> right yeah <that's laughs> i'm great. like, I'm that's like great. my own people inspire me i'm like man this is amazing i'm not afraid of getting old at all these guys are awesome
1: yeah that's wonderful so, that's that's ideal so right like, there each I, of I you uh, motivate like, one another right
0: exactly i say it all the time man the if you if you treat your body right 50s and 60s are like the new 20s and 30s man
1: wow incredible like i yeah. mean like
0: my clients will literally outperform dudes in their 20s like they're just absolute studs and it's just they just keep their diets on point they take very good high quality care of their bodies and they work out every single day consistently and i mean they are breaking the mold i mean this the same dentist the one that i'm talking about our goal this year is actually to get them on the cover of muscle and fitness so oh, wow that's great yeah that's that's the goal we have for him this year but i have guys that are even older than him shredded so but yeah man it's age is nothing it just, yeah, like I said awesome. you just that's feel awesome. that way because your diet
1: yeah so um, I'm I'm fifty 50 plus two myself and you know I definitely can embrace that because I'm an ex-athlete as well playing football and running track and mm-hmm. everything and and I was always at my best when I was at my best fitness and physique uh, mm-hmm. in, in my life and even when a few years ago when I really got back into working out and working out five times a week and I just didn't feel any better than that you know what I mean there's there's no way to explain it, but you know, you become a different person. You have a, a different zeal for life, and and so you know, my wife goes to work out with your wife all the time, mm-hmm. and I know I need to get back into the gym like I used to. So uh, I'm gonna have to just kind of break it break it down because you're speaking to me just like you're speaking to the rest <laughs> of the, the listeners.
0: <laughs> it all it all begins with your food, man. Yeah, it, it's all. your food. It's your food that makes you tired and procrastinate. Fix your food, the energy will come.
1: Sure, sure. That's absolutely. what people don't
0: understand when I you believe when are eating when you're eating correctly and you're. I live by this quote, and I teach my clients this too. You got to nourish to flourish.
1: Right, right. It makes so a lot of sense.
0: You got you put the good foods in, you're going to get the good stuff out. Right. You take care of your body, your body will take care of you. And I personally have goals of being like the longest living American and setting Guinness Book World Records. So, like every single meal, every single day, it's flawless.
1: Right. Right. That's like, great. I haven't
0: had I haven't had a cheat meal in 10 years.
1: <laughs> wow. That's discipline so, right there.
0: Definitely discipline. <laughs> 10 years, man. And I work out seven days a week.
1: Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. Well, I definitely so, commend you for all that hard work and dedication. And you are definitely an example of what can be if you just make the choice, because most of it is just mental. A lot of people it's uh, just are, a have mental breaks
0: hundred percent. And that's something that we actually haven't discussed on this yet is that this journey. And I kind of was kind of hinting at it when I was saying earlier, like, stop expecting it to be easy. This journey of getting fit and living fit is psychological. It's actually not physical. It is psychological because you have to basically forge habits and force yourself to do things constantly. You don't want to do, you don't want to say no to the donuts you don't want to cook your food you'd rather order pizza you don't want to get up early and go work out you don't want to you know make smarter choices whenever you're out at restaurants you don't want to do this you don't want to do that and you have to mentally discipline yourself and force yourself to do things that you don't want to do and once you once you forge these into habits Right. It's really, it's honestly easy. Like for me to stay on, to stay on track, it's easy. Cause I've been doing it for so long. They're habits,
1: right, it's they're just habits who I am, now, right.
0: you know? So once you forge those habits, then it just, it's easy to actually stay in shape and stay on point, but it's getting there. And in the beginning, this whole journey is psychological and you have sure. to force it. You have to force it in the beginning and you have to forge those habits. And then once you do that, it's easy to stay on track.
1: Yeah, makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. And what, what would be the last thing? This is my last question for you. Why do you think it's important for everyone to promote good health?
0: Well, if you don't have health, you have nothing. Right. What good is having money if you're dead? Right. Right. What good is having a successful business? If you're sick and in the hospital all the time and can't enjoy it and you're, do you really know what the number one cause of bankruptcy is every year? What's that? Medical expenses.
1: Yeah. It makes a lot of sense right there. Yeah.
0: That is the number one cause yep. Absolutely. of bankruptcy. So people are sacrificing themselves trying to make money, right? Sacrificing themselves trying to build these businesses, right? And then what ends up happening is they're sacrificing themselves and their health and then they end up maybe getting a little bit of success, right? And then having to spend all that money and then some, shutting down their business, their home going going into foreclosure because they didn't take care of themselves. Because now they have cancer, or all that money goes back
1: to the medical industry and the pharmaceutical companies, right?
0: Exactly. And it's all because they didn't eat healthy and they didn't work out every day. Had they put that in themselves first, which is another thing that I always tell people: you have to put yourself before everything else. So, your health and fitness. Has to be your number one priority every single day. You do that, everything else comes second. Everything else will fall into place. Your relationships will fall into place. Your business will fall into place. Your financial situation will fall into place. Your parenting will fall into place. And with that said, in order to fit this all in, I will highly recommend for all you listeners out there, you're going to have to sacrifice some sleep and get it done first thing in the morning. So that way you're not yeah. taking time away from your family, time away from your spouse, you know, going after work right? And then so you
1: recommend early morning morning workouts.
0: Oh, tremendously, not because it's magic, because it's going to burn more body fat or anything, mainly, because you're going to get it done while the family's sleeping, right? On top of that, you're going to get your endorphin high first thing in the morning, which means you're also going to be able to handle your stresses at work much better with a smile, right? And on top of that, you're going to be more consistent, Because what happens is the people who come in the evenings, when they put their fitness as their last task that they have to do for the day, and even my evening clients, right, they are exhausted by the end of the day.
1: Right, exactly.
0: Mm -hmm. So the amount of effort that they put in is, you know, half what they really truly could put in, right? And then on top of that, they usually have something going on at work, they're stuck in LA with a client, there's a fire they got to put out at work, right? Right. And then a lot of times yeah. they end up missing their evening workout window, right, right? Right. So the people who train themselves, and this is another one of those psychology things, right? Because I know what a lot of you guys are thinking, "I'm not a morning person." Shut up. Okay. Right. You have to train that. You have to train that. Okay. You have to train becoming a morning a morning person. But when you do it first thing in the morning, you're more consistent. You're gonna train harder because you're fresher, right? Then you're going to be in a much better mental state to handle your work stresses and your work challenges throughout the day. You're going to have more energy throughout the day. So you're going to be more productive throughout the day. Right. And then you get to go home, spend time with your spouse, spend time with your kids. Right. So you're not taking time away from them. Right. So this is why I would say, put you first, you put you first, everything else will fall into place. And by you first means you first thing in the day, you take care of you, first thing in the
1: day. Makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. Well, wow. That's a lot of great information, Damon. Thank you for sharing with us today that I've learned a lot. And, you know, I think our listeners have too. Definitely. Thank you for joining us today.
0: Thank you. I appreciate it.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So on that note, how can our listeners get in touch with you? Do you have a website or a social media that they can follow?
0: So the, yeah, the easiest way to get in contact with me is to just look up my name on Facebook. I'm very, very active on there. I post a lot of tips, tricks, and videos, sometimes some real raw truths, you know? Absolutely. What's your first name? D-A-Y-M-O-N-D. It's spelled like Raymond, but with a D in front. And then my last name is Sewell, S-E-W-A-L-L. So just look that up on Facebook and then just follow me there. If you need, you have any questions or anything, just shoot me a, a message on Messenger. And, uh, and I'll get to it as soon as I see it.
1: All right. Perfect. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for that information. And and thank you for listening as well to the Future of Building Maintenance podcast. I've been your host, Derek E. Moore. And don't forget to like and subscribe the show. You can also visit us on our website at www.bmotw.com. Or you could find me or us on LinkedIn or all the social media platforms under my name, Derek E. Moore. That's D-E-R-E-C-K or on my company name, Building Maintenance of Tomorrow. And on that note, I just want to thank you for joining us again. We'll see you on the next episode and have a great day or evening and God bless.
0: This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.